deep left into the bleachers. A two-run homer. A swing and a miss. Ball game. Liftoff. And history marches on. 22 consecutive wins. From the sports desk of the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com. This is Leading Off with Ryan Lewis, a podcast on the Cleveland Indians. Santana makes the catch. Ball game. The Indians have won the American League pennant. The Cleveland Indians are going to the World Series. Now, Ryan Lewis and Dan Kadar. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Leading Off with Ryan Lewis. This is Ohio.com digital content editor Dan Kadar, and I'm joined by, you guessed it, Akron Beacon Journal Indians beat writer Ryan Lewis. Ryan, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited to uh, to get this going. Yeah, Do yeah. It. The, the plan, I think, for everybody checking in here on leading off is that we're going to do these what ryan once a week probably during the season and uh, see how it goes once a week should work yeah should be pretty consistent yeah so some be good. the hopefully the idea turns into sometimes it'll be me hosting it sometimes ryan will have special stuff maybe sometimes we'll have uh, someone else here hosting it but it's called leading off with ryan lewis because ryan is the main man behind it of course, like I said, he is the beat writer here for the Akron Beacon Journal and for Gatehouse Media Ohio. You can find all of his work over at ohio.com slash Indians. You can follow Ryan on Twitter for at by Ryan Lewis. Those are the particulars here for leading off. But Ryan, let, let's get to it because we don't want to waste any more time. After you hang up the phone here, you are heading out to Arizona, correct? Yeah, I'll be heading out to the airport probably about... 30 or 45 minutes once we wrap up here. Right, so we're, we're pinched for time a little bit, so we're going to have a few topics to cover today on leading off. Uh, we're going to talk about Carlos Gonzalez a little bit. That was an interesting move made by the Indians, signing the former Colorado Rockies outfielder. We're going to talk about some potential opening day surprises. We're going to talk a little bit about Hanley Ramirez. Ryan's going to give us a nice little health update on some of the players that are working through some things right now and spring training. But, Ryan, we have to start with Carlos Gonzalez. This is a player who five, what, five, six, seven years ago was one of the ten best players in Major League Baseball. But as athletes do, they they go on a decline. And Carlos Gonzalez is in his career decline. Uh, he signed a minor league deal with the Indians, which means basically... There's nothing guaranteed for Carlos Gonzalez. What are your thoughts on on the move? Well, in a way, it's the Indians being able to take advantage of the free agent picture right now around Major League Baseball, and they're able to bring in a guy like this on a very low-risk deal. Um, Like I said, it's a minor league deal. He'll make $2 million if he makes the big league club. Um, So it's, it's just very low risk. Um, and it's a, the continuation of the Indians trying to solve their corner outfield problem. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that Gonzalez, if he makes the big league club, he'll be an, an everyday player in the outfield. He may serve as a, a, a designated hitter role, 
um, which would then move Santana to first base, which then moves Bauer to left or Bowers to left field, which in a way helps to solve your left field problem. Um, so it's it's all about the Indians trying to figure out what they're going to do in left field and right field, and how that also plays into to first base and DH. Mm-hmm. Now, Carlos Gonzalez is a he's a three time All Star. He's been among the game's best sluggers at certain points in his career. That being said, you know one of the things that's kind of followed him around his career is the difference in how he's hit at home at Coors Field and how he's hit on the road. Uh, he has a career 941 or 974 OPS at home for his career. That drops to 728 on the road. Last season was the same story, 941 at home, 663 on the road. Uh, he also hasn't quite had the best platoon split between facing righties and lefties. So it, it's an interesting signing. Um, he probably will not quite be in the opening day picture just because we're so late into March. Um, there, there's so many free agents out there who have been trying to stay ready, trying to, to wait as long as they can um, for the right opportunity to come along before you know the time crunch starts to, to be too much. Um, so the Indians are going to bring him in. They'll see what he can do. Um, there's not a lot of time before opening day on March 28th. We're about, a, a, what, a week and a half out right now? Mm-hmm. Um, he's an interesting signing, is what I would say. It just it, it really remains to be seen what he's able to do because of those splits. You just sort of have to be a little more cautious, I guess, with with whatever optimism you'd like to bring into the situation. But he is a very interesting guy to to, to bring into camp, um, and it that kind of leads into. I, I know we're also going to talk about Andy Ramirez, where it's he he would be in the picture as a designated hitter. But that signing is really the Indians trying to figure out what they're going to do with their corner outfield spot. So it all kind of ties into one. Um, Hanley, they haven't had a lot of time to look at him either. Uh, Cargo, they've had even less time. Well, no time yet. He actually, as of this recording, it's a little after 10 a.m. on Monday. Uh, Technically, the signing isn't even official yet. He hasn't quite passed his physical and it hasn't been announced yet. But... um, He'll he'll be brought in. The Indians will see what he, what he can do, if he can be a part of their picture, and if not, you know they're they're really not out much. Yeah, it, well, it's an interesting name for sure, and like you said, he might not be in the mix for the opening day roster. But I I, I think anytime Indians fans see a name like this, and they see even boy, he had 16 home runs last year, they they might look beyond the. You know, home and away differences on a player, and think, man, hey, the Indians might have something here. So we'll see with with Carlos Gonzalez on on where he's at, and if he makes the opening day roster here in a, in a couple weeks, week and a half, like you said. You mentioned Hanley Ramirez; he's had a long, you know, long history with Terry Francona, the Indians' manager. Obviously, um, this is a guy who's going to make the the team kind of no matter what because of his history with Francona I kind of that, that's the vibe I get just reading stuff well it doesn't hurt I, I I think what that's going to come down to is really how his swing is looking as we get closer to opening day this last week and a half I think is really important for him the Indians haven't had a lot of time to really get a proper picture on him. So they're, they're going to be watching him very closely just to try to gain as much information and as many different viewpoints as they can on his swing as quickly as possible. Um, 
you know, he, he brought in, he's been away for a bit. Uh, he's, I think he's at like 25 at-bats this spring, which just isn't a lot of time to really gauge where his swing is. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's hit around 240. He's hit a couple doubles. Hasn't shown a lot yet, but really this, this week and a half is just so key for him and for so many other guys where your spring training stats aren't necessarily going to tell the entire picture. Um, it's more, more so going to come down to how your swing is looking, how you're playing, um, other factors like that, even other factors that aren't in your control uh, around the roster. But how guys are looking at the end of camp is really one of the key factors because it takes time to find your swing. It takes time to get your timing down. It takes time to get into a rhythm and just all of those things. But, again, same thing that we talked about with potentially Carlos Gonzalez. If Hanley Ramirez takes that DH spot, it pushes Santana to first base, Jake Bowers to left field, and all of a sudden you you have more of a handle on the corner outfield spots to where Bowers can handle left. Uh, Greg Allen, who's had a great spring as well, uh, could be in that picture as a, as a fourth outfielder or a guy who can roam around, a guy who you could potentially platoon. And then you also have a, 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 actually a fairly nice platoon, at least on paper, with Tyler Naquin and Jordan Luplo in right field. Luplo especially hasn't had a great spring, um, so the Indians will have some options. They've got some non-roster invitees who are still in camp. Um, so there, there's still a lot of scenarios to play out, but this is kind of one of the, the major storylines of the spring is that the Indians have just continued to try to kind of find the right combination of guys. And Hanley's right in the middle of that. It's just, it's just going to come down to where his swing looks um, as we get to the closer to the end of the month. Yeah, you're right there. And, you know, you it, it, it can be easy to start rattling off a bunch of these, these outfielders. And, of course, Leonis Martin is back. He is the center fielder, correct? Yeah. Okay. Leonis Martin will be the starting center fielder. Okay. And to our listeners here, you'll have to, to give me some some time here to catch up on baseball. I've been full-on football mode, uh, and I'm just really getting going with the baseball stuff. So I I will be asking some terrible questions every now and again, and Ryan will smartly answer them. But um, you mentioned a bunch of outfielders there. The name that has kind of gotten fan attention during spring training has been Oscar Mercado, another outfielder. Uh, we, we can do a whole series on, you know, potential opening day surprise players. But this is the one I want to ask you about. Does this guy have any chance whatsoever of making the opening day roster? Because he seems to be having a heck of a spring. He has had a, a really great spring. And he's he's shown just about everything that he can. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's out of the question, no. Uh, the thing that's going to work against him is just that the Indians probably will not want to start his service clock that early. They, 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 I know it's kind of that that <laughs> that league wide issue that um, a lot of fans don't like. Uh, but with with Mercado, it, it would make a little more sense to leave him down for a couple of weeks, even mm-hmm. if he is one, one of the best options. Plus, the Indians do have other options. Trace Thompson. In camp as a non-roster invitee has had a nice spring as well. Yeah. Um, so the, you know the Indians could cover themselves for a little bit. I think when you're talking about Oscar Mercado, and you're looking for a guy kind of at that level that may be interesting to watch, fun to watch for a while. Mercado's probably the, that guy who really has a good chance of fitting into the Indians' outfield picture at some point this season. 
it may not be opening day, but it may not be too much long after if he continues to hit at AAA. Guys at the major league level don't come out of the gate very well. Uh, Mercado could be in their plans sooner rather than later, um, but getting that extra year of club control is, is always always has some value. Hmm. Ryan, are there any other kind of opening day potential surprises that you, you see? I mean, I, I look at kind of like starting pitching rotation is obviously set beyond belief, but the bullpen, there's a ton of names there. There's some guys who are having very good spring trainings. There are some guys who are are not, quite frankly. Um, do you see any potential surprises for the bullpen coming up? This is kind of a curveball I'm throwing at you, but this is a baseball show, so I can throw a curve every now and again. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd say surprises, uh, but the Indians do have uh, six, seven options to mm-hmm. fill the last, say, three spots in the bullpen. Yes. <clears throat> Um, you know, and that's the the last few spots in the bullpen is always the those are always the areas where uh, the roster situation becomes a bigger factor than probably what a lot of players would like. To where it's not just going to be these three or four relievers have been the best. That's who we're going to carry into opening day. Uh, who has options remaining becomes a key factor because the Indians are going to need depth. They're going to need control. Um, so when you look at the situation, you know, Neil Ramirez, Tyler Olson, uh, non-Russia invitees, Alex Wilson and Justin Grimm, all, all of those guys, um, you know, the Indians would either have to uh, find a way to um, assign them to AAA after, through waivers. You know, the, those guys are, are out of options. They're not going to be able to be assigned directly from camp. Um, so do you want to risk losing them or do you bring them into camp? or, sorry, do bring them into opening day, right. just knowing that you'll be able to, to keep guys like uh, like Nick Wickren, um, who, who does have an option remaining, and so uh, and so does John Adams. Or, John John Adams. Is, yeah, John Edwards. The, the president does not have an option remaining. <laughs> um, John Edwards has two options remaining. He's the guy that, you know, Tito said in December, maybe a sleeper for the bullpen. He's had a, a, a nice spring as well. Uh, he does have two options remaining. So the Indians just kind of have those decisions to work through um they've got options uh, a lot of the guys in that bullpen have pitched pretty well so far uh nick goody's coming back from injury um so he, he may be an option at some point during this season probably not for opening day so they need to have some options i wouldn't say surprises but uh that end of the bullpen certainly is not not set in stone yet hmm. so that's kind of a look where where the Indians are at right now in spring training as we start looking ahead to opening day next week here on Leading Off. We're going to do like a proper season preview where we look at the roster a little deeper, talk about some of these new names a little more, um, and we'll, we'll go back over some of the things we touched on this week with the bullpen probably. Uh, but, Ryan, let, let's, let's go here for our last topic a health update two of the bigger names on the Indians well the biggest name Francisco Lindor and Bradley Zimmer a player I think who has a a lot a lot of fan interest what is the the health update on those two guys right now yeah so uh, I'll start with Zimmer but both both of those guys have recently gotten on to the backfields in Goodyear Arizona and some minor league games Mm -hmm. Uh, they're both it's for both of them, it's going to take up some time to build up some volume. 
so with Zimmer, uh, he's been given a, a a wide range for a timetable. Um, and it, right now, he really doesn't have a specific timetable. When he was first injured, I think it was 8 to 12 months, which is a very wide window. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to take some time. Um, it's it's going to be a while. And he, even when he's healthy, you know, Zimmer had some issues with the swing before he went down. So there's there's quite a lot to figure out with Bradley Zimmer. He will eventually surely fit into the Indians' picture at some point and in some way. Uh, but that's, that will not be an immediate turnaround for him. Mm. Uh, with Francisco Lindor, you know, this is another guy where the Indians are, are going to want to be cautious with him. Um, yes, opening day would be the goal in an idealistic rule uh, world. Um, but his, his readiness is really going to be up to where his swing is and what the Indians can do in terms of building up his volume, which is a concern with an injury like this. You don't want to have it coming back during the season and the way that the American League Central figures to play out. The Indians don't necessarily have to be hyper-aggressive with a guy like this who is such a key element to their offense and really everything they do. Um, so, you know, opening day is the goal. It's not unrealistic, but if Lindor has to start the season on the injured list, um, you know, that, that may be something that the Indians want to take that route. Just, just to be a little more cautious, just to be a little safer with him. Um, he probably won't be down very long. If he is, uh, a couple weeks at most, most likely. So it's not a huge loss in terms of the season, and you're kind of lessening the gamble that you're taking by pushing him a little bit. So, uh, you know, just like Andrew Ramirez's swing, uh, the Indians will be watching Francisco Lindor's calf about as much as anything <laughs> else he can the last week. So we'll see where, where kind of that plays out. But um, opening day is not out of the picture, um, but it's probably pretty questionable at this point. Mm. Well, well, we'll continue following the progress of, of those two players, especially Lindor. Um, Ryan, anything else today before we, we get out of here? No, I don't think so. I'll, uh, I'll get on the plane, and in a couple of weeks we'll be in uh, – probably snowy Minnesota, then come home to probably snowy Cleveland that, to start the season. That is, uh, that is opening month baseball in the American League Central. Um, and mm-hmm. We'll have the Love latest. It. Yeah, go ahead. Love it. Yeah. Uh, just, we'll get ready for snow baseball most likely, and hopefully, you know, last year baseball had to deal with a lot of, lot of snow outs, which is slightly unusual, um, at least the number that, to what we had to deal with last year, so Hopefully that goes a little smoother for and uh, fans can enjoy some 60 degree weather instead of 40 degree weather at some point. Yeah, but early in, earlier earlier in the spring. Yeah, we're used to it though, and there's a little bit there's a, a couple similarities between March and April baseball and October baseball. That's all I'll say about that. So that, <laughs> that is going to do it here on leading off with Ryan Lewis. Again, make sure you're following Ryan on Twitter. He's at by Ryan Lewis. You can find all of his work and more over at Ohio.com slash Indians. Like I said, next week we're going to do a proper season preview and we'll get into some deeper topics. Maybe I'll get Ryan to make a, a bold prediction or two. That's going to do it here. Oh. For, <laughs> that'll do it here for the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.